0: Welcome to the IOP Podcast Series. Today's podcast is an IOP Distinguished Visitor Lecture and features Professor Yan Li from Tongji University in China. Yan Li is Professor and Dean of the School of Aerospace Engineering and Applied Mechanics at China's Tongji University. Her major research interests include plant fiber, reinforced polymer composites, durability of advanced composite materials and structures, along with nanomaterials and nanotechnology. Her lecture, recorded on Thursday, the twenty-sixth of July, is entitled "Plant Fiber Reinforced Composites: From Hierarchical Interfaces to Applications." We hope you enjoy this IFE Distinguished Visitor Lecture. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. So first, I would like to thank Professor Chen Yin to give me uh, to invite me to visit QUT. Uh, so today I'm going to talk about the plant fiber reinforced composites, so which we have been carried out in this field for almost 20 years. So uh, I can say that probably we are one of the best in China uh, who doing who carried work in this field. And in my talk, first I would like to talk about the background information of our study, and then I would like to show you the fundamental achievements, both from the mechanical properties and the functional properties of this uh, material. And then I would like to show you how we convert these fundamental researches into applications. And then at the end, I would like to propose the future research direction in this field. So as you may know, uh, advanced composite materials have been widely used in this field such as aerospace, uh, automobile, civil construction, and even uh, wind turbine blade. And in these applications, the main role for advanced composite materials is to carry the load. So mechanics is very important. So we we care about the mechanics or the high performance of the composite materials. So for those applications, the reinforcing fiber used to make those structures are normally man-made fibers, such as carbon glass or kevlar fibers. However, we are very interested in plant fibers, such as flax, ramy, sisal, jute, and so on. So compared to man-made fibers, plant fibers are normally, of course, naturally growing. They are easy for recycling. So, we know nowadays we have very huge structures. For example, the entire fuselage of the aircraft. So, after it is out of service, so we really don't know how to deal with those (coughs) rubbish. So, if we can use plant fibers to replace these man made fibers, so recycle is much easier. And then, compared to these fibers, plant fibers are even lighter. So, the reason why we use Advanced composites is because they can save weight, but by using plant fibers, we can save more weight than these fibers. And indeed, from the during the past ten years, we can see the market trend for natural fiber reinforced composites kept on increasing. And from the worldwide recognition and national development strategy in China, so developing green materials is always the goal. But From my uh, interest, because I'm a professor, I'm a researcher in university. So I care about research uh, interest. So these fibers provide a lot of opportunities for research from very fundamental. So you can do multi-skilled mechanics study, or you can do nanostructure. And uh, to application, you can make products. So really a lot of opportunities. So that's why I can keep on working in this field for almost 20 years. And even in the near in the future, there are still plenty of work to be uh, developed in this field. And uh, for the, from the fundamental study, so there are really a lot of questions need to be answered. And for, for example, from the microstructure point of view, so compared to the microstructure of man-made fibers, you can see they are very different. So a single plant fiber actually is here. It's made up of a bundle of technical fiber. Uh, actually, the technical fiber is called single fiber. It's, it's single plant fiber, which have diameter ranges from 100 to 300 micrometer. And a single plant fiber is made up of hundreds of subfibers or elementary fibers, which have diameters from 10 to 20 micrometers. And on the cell wall of the elementary fibers, we have microfibrils, which have diameters in nano size. So this material provides multi-skilled or heretical structures and also nano sized structures, so which give us a lot of opportunity to do research. So we know the mechanical properties of composite materials are very dependent on the microstructure of its constituent materials. So this unique microstructure will definite, definitely bring a lot of uh, new, new questions on mechanics. Then how do we carry out the mechanics study for this new structure? so that we can, in the future, we can biomimic this structure to get new structure or materials. And another question is, if we look at this table, we can see from the fiber itself, this is plant fiber. This is glass fiber we are using a lot nowadays. We can see both the strengths and modulars modulus are quite similar. However, after they were made into composites, so combined with epoxy to make composites, the, mechan- the difference in mechanical properties becomes larger. So, one of the main reasons is the poor interfacial bonding between the hydrophilic plant fibers and the hydrophobic polymer matrix. So, indeed, during the past decade, so most of the work are working on the interfacial modifications of plant fibers by fiber surface treatment. However, if you read those uh, references or literatures, so you can see the improvement uh, roughly from 10 to 30%. So we cannot make it bigger. So it seems we are encountering bottleneck. But from our large amount of experimental observations, so we did see a lot of multi-skilled interfacial damage, which did not exist for man-made fiber or carbon glass fiber reinforced composites. So if, so there are several interfaces, not only one interface, like the <coughs> traditional composites. So then we should know how to improve the mechanical properties by controlling the interfacial properties based on this multi-skilled damage mechanisms? So this question we need to answer. And also, we already have very good methods to study the interfacial mechanics of composites, both experimentally and theoretically. But these methods are normally used for the fibers, which have uniform, solid, and circular cross-sections, like glass fibers or carbon fibers. But from these pictures or the previous slides, so we did see the cross-sections of plant fibers are very different. So if we still use these methods to study the interfacial mechanics of plant fibers or plant fiber reinforced composites, we cannot get real or accurate results. So we need to develop new methods for these materials. So in order to answer these questions, so our research uh, strategy is we will start from the multi-skilled interface of plant fiber reinforced composites caused by the theoretical microstructure of plant fibers. We need to find out the multi-skilled damage mechanisms. And then we can adjust and control the interfacial and mechanical properties so that we can get high mechanical performances. So many people will suspect so you, you use the fibers from nature. So the mechanical properties can be good as, as good as those of glass or carbon fibers. So this is one of the biggest suspicions from other people's. But actually from our study, we really could improve the mechanical properties and which made them very comparable to glass fibre reinforced composites. And then uh, we would also like to take advantage of the theoretical and the hollow structure of plant fibers. So we want to develop the the multifunctional properties of these materials so that we can get uh, uh, structure function integration composite structures. This is also one of the uh, research direction or hot research uh, directions for advanced composite materials, even for carbon fiber reinforced composites. So and then first, I would like to show you the high mechanical performances work we have carried out. So first, even though we say uh, plant fiber composites have multi-skilled interface, then how to prove, how to identify, then we use nano indentation to measure the behaviors of plant fiber reinforced composites at different locations. So we did see different groups of curves, which indicate the different levels of interface, such as the interface between polymer matrix and plant fibers, and the interface between elementary fibers and the interface inside the uh, elementary fibers, so different groups of curves. So this uh, proves the existence the multi-skilled, the existence of the interface. And then we propose we based on the traditional shear lag model, which which is a very su- successful model to study the interfacial mechanics. And then we proposed the dual interface shear lag model and. By using these equations, so then we can calculate the internal stress distribution inside the fibers. And also, we can calculate the interfacial parameters, such as the fracture toughness, and so on. And by comparing with the experimental experimental curve, which is the dark blue, the uh, results proposed uh, obtained by double interface shear-like model, which is the right one. So much good agreement than the traditional shear-like model. And then we can start to design the interfacial properties of uh, plant fiber reinforced composites. And we also use uh, numerical simulation methods to study these multi-skilled interfacial damage mechanisms at single-stage and double-stage and triple-stage. <laughs> and this shows the single stage which is the entire fiber was pulled out from the, from the matrix and then this is the double stage uh, pull out model and the numerical model uh, sh- showed quite good agreement with the experimental results so which is the elementary fiber was pulled out from the fiber itself and this is the triple-stage pull-out process. And three stages, which is the micro fiber rails was pulled out from the matrix. So based on these simulation results, and then we can get the parameters we need to simulate at micro uh, scale for the composite laminates, the whole structure. And this is the simulation results we obtained from the composite laminates, which in a large size, uh, for a double cantilever beam test. And this is the curve of uh, force displacement curve for glass fiber reinforced composites. And the blue one is the experimental results for the plant fiber reinforced composites. So we can see plant fibers are much better than glass fiber reinforced composites in the, in the fracture toughness point of view. And then the, the right one and the blue one are the numerical simulation results. And with the triple interface model, they showed good agreement with the experimental results. And then we can calculate the interlaminar fracture toughness. And this graph shows the results. And this is the black ones indicate the fracture toughness of glass fiber composites, and the blue ones are the plant fiber ones. So are very good compared compared to glass fiber reinforced <coughs> composites. And we can also see the three stages of the interfacial damage during the crack propagation along the along the layers. And then based on these theoretical studies, then we can think about the ways to use these multi-skilled damage to get improved mechanical properties. So one of the methods we tried is to hybridize different fibers together. We hybridized plant fibers with carbon or glass fibers, and then we can have create the menstrual and micro-skilled damage modes. And the interlaminar shear strength can be increased as high as sixty percent. So remember from the references, so the maximum is around thirty percent, and then we can get sixty percent increase. And we also want to take advantage of the nano size structure of plant fibers, and then we incorporate the carbon nanotubes into the composites, and then we can have macro, micro, and nanoscale. This multi-skilled damage modes, and you can see the uh, failure, the changes of the failure mode from the clean fiber matrix interface, the bonding, to the internal damage of the plant fibers. And uh, interlaminar fracture toughness can be increased more than 30%. So we also want to get the nanostructures from the plant fibers. So uh, we use the homogenizer and microfluidizer to get uh, cellulose nanofibers from plant fibers. So you can see the morphology changes from the fibers to the nano-sized fibers. And then we can use these fibers to toughen or increase the mechanical properties of, plant fiber, of, of composites. So then uh, we incorporate the cellulose nanofibers with the uh, flex fiber mat. And then we have a multi-skilled film. And then we insert the film into carbon fiber, into the layers of carbon fiber reinforced composites. So you can see the fracture toughness increased twice, more than twice and compare with other toughening methods so most of the methods so they can be very successful in improving the fracture toughness but always with the sacrifice of the implant mechanical properties however with our methods so you can see the strength and the modulus were kept very well so we didn't lose any mechanical properties of the composites So, that's for the high performances. So, we use multi skewed damage. Uh, We also studied the multifunctional properties. So, first, we measured the uh, acoustic properties by impedance tube of different plant fiber reinforced composites so that we can find out the sound absorption mechanisms for these plant fibers. So, besides the mechanisms of the normal fibrous materials, the hollow structure, and the theoretical multi-skilled microstructure contribute a lot to the acoustic properties. And then we can incorporate these parameters into the classical acoustic equations. And then we can calculate the acoustic properties, such as the sound absorption coefficient, of the plant fiber reinforced composites. And they showed good agreement with the experimental values. So then we can design the structures with acoustic properties we desired or we need. And flammability is also a very important issue in many applications. So, and cellulose or plant fibers are very easy to get burned. So we need to get rid of this uh, problem so even though uh, many researchers have done very good job on solving the problem of flammability, but always with the sacrifice of the mechanical properties. So we did borrow the flame retardant from other researchers, and the flammability can be solved very, very, very well. However, we have done a lot of work on the high performance. So all, that, all those efforts have been disappeared, get lost. So we really don't want to do that. So then uh, think about our multi-skilled damage mechanisms. And then we incorporate the carbon nanotube, fire retardant, and plant fibers together. And by creating this multi-skilled failure damage, so the flame uh, flammability properties got great improved, so which can even meet the requirement of FAA which is uh, the requirement for the aircraft interiors, very strict requirement. And the mechanical properties were kept very well. So we also look at other functional properties since it has hollow or theoretical structures. So for dielectric properties, we know glass fiber reinforced composites are uh, very popular and has been widely used in making microwave transmission structures due to the, their low dielectric loss. However, if we look at this uh, graph, we can see the dielectric loss of these plant fibers are even lower than that of glass fibers. So sorry, this is in Chinese. It is the sound absorption, uh, sound absorption rate And you can see the plant fiber reinforced composites possess much lower sound wave absorption rate than glass fiber reinforced composites. It means it can replace glass fiber reinforced composites in making microwave transmission structures. And they are even lighter. And for thermal conductivity, plant fibers possess much lower thermal conductivity than glass than that of glass and carbon fiber reinforced composites so they can be a very good heat isolation materials so based on these uh, findings so we think they can be applied in many uh, areas so one of the uh, applications we made is to uh, manufactured the uh, interior parts for the cockpit and the front cabin of this uh, AG600, which is one of the uh, big commercial aircraft developed in China during the past 10 years. And also we make the uh, aircraft interior parts and acoustic parts for a uh, national made helicopter. So besides the requirement for the mechanical structure, mechanical properties, so uh, maybe many people think if it is interior structures, the requirement for mechanical performance is very low. Actually, it's not true. So think about if we take, uh, if we take an aircraft, uh, we always carry a very heavy luggage. And we throw the luggage to the storage bin. So the load actually is very high. So the mechanical uh, requirement is actually very high. So we meet that requirement. And besides, we have to pass the flammability requirement for the interior parts. And also, the acoustic performance is a plus for using these materials. So why we made this uh, interior structure for helicopter is this is a national-made helicopter uh, because the noise is very loud and the pilots are not willing to drive this helicopter, and then they always complain. And then the manufacturer asks for us whether we can provide acoustic uh, isolation or absorption (coughs) materials or structures for them. And then they use plant fiber reinforced composites to make the structures. And then the uh, noise reduction uh, becomes very good. So the pilots are now, nowadays are satisfied with this helicopter. And we also cooperate with the Boeing company to make these typical commercial aircraft interior structures. Uh, and Boeing uh, encouraged us that uh, our work have demonstrated the potential of these green materials in making aircraft structures. This is really encouraged us. And nowadays, we also incorporate with Airbus uh, to make aircraft structures, most uh, interior parts. And from the uh, microwave uh, transmission performance, maybe we can think about the radar part of the commercial aircraft by using uh, green materials. And besides the application in making aircraft structures, we also developed the interior parts for the subway vehicles, and the cell walls are all made by plant fiber reinforced composites. And this vehicle has been running in Kunming City uh, for almost five years, and the feedback from the customers are still very good. And we also make the fuel cell cars, the car roof, the roof, and this is the manufacturing process for the car roof. And uh, compare with the steel car roof, so they used to use uh, steel, steel to make the roof, but uh, we have to have the equal mechanical properties at the same time. So we save the weight almost forty percent for these fuel cell cars. So this is very important for the clean energy uh, cars. And here are some other examples uh, for automobile parts we made by plant fiber reinforced composites. So in summary, so by design and optimization of interfacial properties at different scales, so we can achieve high mechanical performances. And at the same time, we solve the flammability properties, and then we can design the acoustic structures And then we can have multi-functions. And eventually, we can have structure, function, integrated green composites. And then I would also like to say, develop structure and function integration structure by plant fiber reinforced composites is more feasible and important than just mechanical high performance if we take all the advantages of these materials. And at the end, so even though uh, we have uh, realized the high performances and the multifunctions, so there are still plenty of work need to be carried out. So for example, the mechanics problems during processing, which also will affect the mechanical properties and the long-term behaviors. So we all know the defects or the word content Uh, occurred during the manufacturing process affect the mechanical properties or have very detrimental effect on their mechanical properties. And for man-made fibers, normally it has double resin flow channels. However, due to the existence of the hollow structure, plant fibers have another extra resin flow channel, which is even in a smaller size. So the defects formation mechanisms even more complicated. Then we need to find out the mechanisms, and then we can control the formation of the walls or the defects, so that we can have high mechanical properties. (coughs) And uh, plant fibers contains a large amount of hydroxyl groups, and it contains it have uh, lumens, uh, hollow structures, so which make them absorbed more moisture than man-made fibers. So this is our experimental results. So you can see the saturated moisture content of plant fiber reinforced composites are much higher than that of carbon fiber reinforced composites. And our results also showed that with the increase of the moisture content, the mechanical properties dropped a lot. But actually, this is always true for all the Fiber reinforced composites. Uh, and then we realized actually this moisture absorption or damage process is also a multi skilled damage evolution process. So we also need to find out these uh, multi skilled mechanisms so that we can predict and improve the long term behavior, long term properties of these green materials. And then at the end, I would like to thank all my group members uh, for their hard work, and thank you for your attention. Thank you. You've been listening to a podcast from the IFE. To stay up to date with our podcasts, please subscribe to our channel. You can also visit us on the web at qut.edu.au forward slash IFE. And we're also on Twitter at IFE underscore QUT and also on Instagram at IFE.QUT. We really hope you enjoyed this IFE podcast.